Welcome to Ditch the Binge, the podcast where I help you stop binge eating and build a banging body image without having to obsessively track all your meals, be haunted by the scale, or waste another year of your life being controlled by how you look. If you are finally ready to end the war with food and body and grab life by the balls, you are in the right place. Hello. Welcome back. It's Labor Day today. Are you laboring on Labor Day or are you resting on Labor Day? I'm doing a little bit of both. Before we get started, I want to tell you about the last group that I will be running for the year, and that is Hungry Broads, formerly known as The Shameless Diet. Listen, if you're someone that has been following me for a while and you've been on the edge of wanting to reach out and work with me around the food stuff, this is your nudge to get in here. This group is going to be 12-ish weeks. It's going to take you into January and you are going to finally be able to exist around food peacefully. Yes, I know for some of you, it may sound too good to be true. It's not. It's not. I promise. That's what I'm here for. That's what my course is for. That's what the the support is for, the coaching, the community, all of that. This group is going to be pretty small. I have a pretty limited uh, amount of women that I like to bring into these because I like to keep it small and intimate. I like to make sure you get the support and you are going to learn how to exist around any food without anxiety. I don't know about you, but I used to have so much just chatter in my head about candy that was in the cupboard, cookies that were on the shelf, ice cream that was in the freezer, that the only way I could make it stop was if I ate it. Or I'd have so much anxiety about my workout that it just weighed on me all day long. And what I'm most excited about, I love running this group during the holidays because Holidays are often a time where we just kind of throw our hands up and say, fuck it. We're like, it's too hard to deal with this. There's too much family. There's too much temptation. And I just, I can't. And so what we end up doing is just like going off the rails and eating everything and just feeling kind of terrible. Our self-care goes out the window. We're doing all the people pleasing. We're trying to make all the desserts for all the parties and Frankly, this year, I say we just don't. This is this is going to be a year where you get to show up to family events and actually be present and enjoy your time. I don't know. Maybe you play a game. Maybe you, you really engage in some solid conversation. But what you're not going to be doing is thinking about how you're going to get one more piece of pie when no one's looking. What you're not going to be doing is obsessing over all the calories and the potatoes and gravy. So if you are someone that's, you know, you've been listening, you want to have this just easier relationship with food, like you want to eat healthy and you want to work out, but you don't want to obsess over every single thing you put into your mouth and you're exhausted by the extremes of doing really good or really bad, or maybe you can do good until evenings and then everything goes to hell. If that's you, this group is going to change how you feel around food and in your body. And this is going to be the lowest cost option for you to work with me. 
and I have payment plans set up. I want to I want to bring in the right people. So if this is you, if you are interested in this, I'm going to drop the links for the sales page and my calendar link and get on there. Get on there, ask me questions. If it's not a good fit or not a good time for you, I'll tell you, I'm pretty honest. Um, I also have a VIP option. So if you're someone that likes a little bit more one-on-one time, a little bit more TLC, I got you covered with that bad boy. I'm going to drop everything you need in the show notes. Check it out. If this is of interest to you, I just really, I think this is going to be a game changer for you. So get on in here. We officially start, if you don't do the VIP option, the beginning of next month, so October, And we go a couple weeks into January because January can be a weird time, right? Everyone's starting Whole30. Everyone's talking about how they shouldn't have eaten so much over the holidays, blah, blah, blah. You don't have to do any of that this year. And you're going to have the support from me and the other individuals in the group that get it, that are also celebrating not having to engage in that conversation. So I hope you join us. I'm going to talk about it a couple more weeks on here, and then we get started in October. All right. So this week's episode, talking about your struggles and your strengths. So I'm going to cover a couple different categories. I thought about separating this into two episodes, but then meh, I just decided we're going to put it all into one. And I'm going to talk just about that, about your struggles and your strengths. I'm going to start off with your struggles. And should you tell someone if you're struggling? I feel very strongly about this, that it is a resounding yes. Now, this doesn't mean you have to post every post on social media talking about how you're depressed, you're in a lull, you're feeling inadequate, you don't think anyone likes you, you're wondering what the fuck you're doing with your life, you wonder how you got here, what decisions led you to this point, if you're ever going to get out of this dark spot. (laughs) There's a time and a place and people for these conversations, and it probably isn't for the masses. Now, I want to I want to back it up and get a little bit more specific here for a second and talk specifically about the food stuff. If you're specifically struggling about the food stuff and then I'm going to make it broader. So, just stay with me. A lot a lot, myself included, myself for sure included. Believe it or not, <laughs> there was a time that I didn't talk about all this openly and freely. I know, wild, right? Because now I'm just like, oh my God, yeah, I used to binge and like throw up in random places. It was so wild. <laughs> like I just, I don't care anymore. But there was a time where it was the most shameful, embarrassing, deeply dark, deeply held secret that I had. And the problem with not telling anyone when you're struggling, just with food stuff, is that it gets bigger and bigger and bigger in your mind and in your body. You're just kind of left to your own devices. You don't have anyone to bounce it off of. You don't have anyone to verbally process it with. So what you're left with is your own self telling you this is the worst thing. If people knew about this, they would not want to be your friend. 
If people knew you did these things, they would look at you different for the rest of your life. You should be so ashamed of this. At least that was the story in my head. But, and this is something that I see with all of my clients as well. Yeah, I would say almost, I'm trying to think if there's anyone that's had a different reaction, maybe with random people, but I'm going to talk about that, like who to talk to in a second too. But the majority of the individuals that I know, my clients that have spoken to their loved one about what's going on with them around food and body their person, their partner, their parent, their their spouse, their best friend wants them to do whatever they need to do to feel better. I don't care if you're throwing up 10 times a day. I don't care if you're obsessively exercising. I don't care if you have massive amounts of anxiety at every single meal. You feel like you have to weigh and measure everything. You count and tally up every single thing you put into your mouth. It really doesn't matter. The truth is when you tell people that don't really get it, because let's be honest, if you've never really dealt with like food and body stuff, you don't really get it, right? People are like, you look great. What do you mean? Just stop eating. Just don't buy it. Just buy more of it. Just, you know, have you read this book? They just, they they don't get it. But what they do know is that they love you and that they want you to be happy, to feel good, to enjoy your life. But what I find is when we're the ones doing it, especially like the food stuff, it's so shameful for some reason, right? It's like, fuck, just stop eating. Just don't care. Why can't I just get a grip on it? But when they don't deal with it, they don't completely understand. But again, they love you and they want you to feel better. Now, often what happens with clients is that they don't really tell their partner or whoever's their kind of rock in their life, they don't tell them right away. They're like, I just told them that it was like confidence stuff. And like, I just told them that it was anxiety stuff. And I'm like, fine, great, whatever, who cares? But almost always after a couple months, they start feeling way more confident in themselves. Cause there's always a part of you when you sign up to work with me where you're like, this might not work. This might not work. That's fine. We all have it. Of course you think that. I don't know if I've ever worked with anyone that hasn't had some of that fear around the whole process. It's totally fine. And so you kind of want to keep it close to you. But every time after a couple months, the food noise starts to quiet down. The anxiety reduces. You start feeling better. Then you feel more safe and calm and confident to have these very vulnerable conversations with the people in your life. Whether it's your best friend where you're like, oh my gosh, you know what? A couple months ago, I started working with this coach around food and body stuff. And man, it's really changed a lot. Seriously, that one sentence often opens a floodgate to the other person saying, oh my gosh, yeah, I've always struggled with blank. I've always 
felt out of control around this or, oh, my body image. Yeah. My sister-in-law, when she does this, it merely triggers that or blah, 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 blah. And then what happens is you realize you're not actually that crazy because we all live on this planet, right? We all see the magazines and the updates and the Botox and the plastic surgery and the filters are getting wilder than ever. We all have food and body stuff to a certain degree. But when you put yourself out there, when you go first and make yourself vulnerable first, it gives someone else permission to let their guard down. It's kind of like an exhale. But the the more that you talk about it, whether it's just with me in the beginning or your, your spouse or your partner or your running buddy or your best friend, the more that you talk about it, the less power and control it has over you. You're just kind of like deflating the situation because the, the, the deeper you shove it down, the more shame you feel, the more it's going to control you. Versus, yeah, oh my God, sometimes I just binge on cookies in the evenings and I'm really working on this. It's like, oh my gosh, yeah, I used to do that too. And have you heard this podcast? Do you know Renee? She's amazing. (laughs) That's what I want you to do. (laughs) Everyone do that. But you see what I'm saying? When you don't feel like you have to carry all of it by yourself, it suddenly becomes so much more manageable. And this is true outside of food stuff, right? So I have a, one of my best friends, she doesn't live around here, but she called me and she was worried to tell me about having a hard time. Cause she's like, I just feel like I'm always having a hard time and blah, 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 blah. I, I truly genuinely don't care. Like that's, we all go through that, right? Where it's just like, man, all I do is complain right now. I'm just in a spot where it's just negative, negative, negative. It happens to everyone. It's part of life. And so I was like, it's fine. What's going on? And she just kind of told me everything. And at the end of what, like a 10 minute conversation, maybe 15 minutes, she's like, oh, I feel so much better. Thank you. She just needed to talk about it to someone that's safe, right? So this is the difference between telling every single person you meet or random people on the internet or making all these posts or whatever. Some people are just going to be assholes and they're not going to get it. So you get to use your best discretion of who you love and trust and you want to disclose what's going on for you. But when she came to me and she told me what was going on and I had like very minimal reaction, I was just like, that sucks, dude. That's a lot. I'm not surprised you feel like this. That's a lot. She just needed that. And that's what I find for most of us. She didn't need me to fix it or solve it because I can't. And she knows that. Same thing for me. When I'm going through just like a blah, I just want someone to be like, dude, yeah, you want to go for a walk? You want to go get a cup of tea? You just want to come hang out? What do you need? You don't need someone to fix it. You don't need someone to solve it. But by sharing that, it makes you feel better. Just having the conversation. Because let me tell you what, every single thing 
you keep locked up in your brain gets a thousand times worse. Just by talking about it, it brings you back to planet Earth and you now realize, hmm, yeah, maybe it sucks, but it's totally manageable. Yeah, maybe this week is really rough. I am really stressed. This thing did just happen. I did just say that thing. And after processing it, I feel I feel better. I feel like I can take this on. Do not underestimate the power of talking to someone. You know, a coach versus a friend. A coach is fun. And, and sometimes a little bit more helpful. It kind of depends what you need, right? So I'm, I'm the kind of coach that's like, what, what do you need here? Do, are we in the phase of we just need to feel it and be with it? Or are we in the phase we're ready to do something about it? And I ask clients that because there's always a window in the beginning, depending on how fresh it is, where it's like, I just need to be sad, I just need to be resentful. I just need to feel this discomfort. And I think in a couple days, then I'll be ready to take different responsibility around this and do something about it. But for right now, I just need to be in it. And that's good to know about yourself. I think sometimes there's this expectation that we just need to, well, we either bathe and just drown ourselves in the, the despair or the victimhood or we're like, I got to get out of this right now. I got to solve it right now. What do I do to get away from this? How do I get better? How do I, how do I get out of this? When really it's like, okay, there's, there's two phases here. There's the phase of like just kind of feeling it and it sucks. And then there's the phase of like, okay, now I'm ready to do something about it. And so the thing about a coach is that p- part of our job, I guess I could, can only really speak for myself, but part of my job is to be unbiased. Sometimes I s- just am bad at this, <laughs> but I don't like client because I because I sometimes I'm not because I'm like that's messed up. What are we doing about this? But a lot of the times it's it is my job to be unbiased because the truth is only you and this might piss you off, but only you are gonna know what you need to do. I can't tell you, but I can help you figure it out. I can help you get really clear on that. And oftentimes when we talk to partners or friends, they go into the fix-it mode. They don't know how to be unbiased because they love you so much and they just want you to be better. They just want you to be happy. And, And that's nice. That's nice to have, but I find it to be way more impactful and empowering to have someone unbiased to help you really process through it, to take that emotion out, to take that reactivity out and help you come back to this grounded state so you can make a conscious, intelligent decision about what you want. Like when I call my best friend and I'm bitching about something, she's like, all right, what are we doing? How are we taking them out? I'm ready. Whatever you need, let's go. Let's get them. I need that, right? And sometimes I don't. So that's where you get to know your own limits and and where you're at. Okay. So that's about the struggles, whether it's food, whether it's anxiety, whether it's relationship, it doesn't matter. Should you talk about it? Yeah, you should. You should. So go tell someone, okay? Promise you're going to feel better. 
Now, let's talk about sharing about your strengths. This is also something I feel very, very passionate about and think that women in particular are really lacking on this quality. Let me tell you what, nobody benefits from you staying quiet about your gifts. Nobody. In fact, it's kind of selfish where you're like, yeah, I could help that person. I can do that. I'm excellent at this thing. I know how to do that. I could fill that position. I can do that role. I can accomplish that task. But I don't know. I just, I don't want to be full of myself. And there's other people that are good at it too. And they're already doing it. So I probably shouldn't. And who am I? Sound familiar? Gross. You have got to knock that off. It's not helping you. It's not helping anyone. I don't care how many people are already doing it. This is, this is, I think this is something that a lot of us fall into is like, well, so many people are already doing this. Who am I? Who cares about my opinion? Who cares about my art? Who cares about my work ethic? You know how many people are thinking that? You know who gets the job? You know who gets the promotion? You know who gets the partner? You know who gets the thing? The person that asks for it. The person that throws their name in the damn hat time and time and time again. You will never get it if you don't have the balls to go ask for it. Will you get it just because you ask for it? No, not really. But you have such a better chance at, at doing those things, at accomplishing those things, at participating in those things when you do ask for it. I mean, I want you to think about your own life right now. What are you waiting to just kind of fall into your lap? In my Ballsy Broads group right now, I talked about last week one of my favorite topics, which is emotional responsibility. And this is kind of what it is, where it's, it's not waiting for someone to come up and say, you know what? You seem like you'd be such a good person to write this book. You seem like such a good person to join our company and do this. You seem like such a good person to... Nobody's going to do that. You have to get out there and do the work. Make the asks. Get better at rejection. Get better at not nailing it right away and then doing it again and perfecting it. You will never get those things if you don't ask. And so many qualified and capable individuals are sitting back, are shrinking back because of fear of being arrogant, too confident. What if you can't meet the expectations? Let yourself go there for a second. What if you do come across too confident, too arrogant, or you fall short on the expectations? Because listen, that's going to happen. And that is the price you have to pay to get what you actually want. Nobody comes out. Well, actually, that's not really true. I feel like some it's the beginner's luck, right? Where some people do come out the gate and they're just like rocking and rolling, but eventually you hit the dip, right? Eventually you hit the low points. 
you've got to get better at hearing the nose, at feeling the rejection, at, at being uncomfortable because that is the price you pay to get what you ultimately want. You want to start your own business? Guess what? You're going to have to hear some no's. You're going to have to fuck up. You're going to have to spend a lot of money on things that you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I spent that much money on this. What am I going to do? Welcome to the game. You're in it. You want to recover from your relationship with food? You want to feel better in your body? Guess what? You're going to have some days where you eat way more food than you wanted. You're going to have some days where your body image sucks. Price you got to pay. And we got to get better at feeling those things to get to the other side. So I want to ask you this question again. What is it that you're waiting on? What is the thing that you really want that you're like, I just hope this works out. I just hope that I get a new job. I just hope that I start feeling more confident. I just hope that I start feeling ready. I just hope that, what is it? What do you need to do? What do you need to ask for? Who do you need to pitch? Who do you need to slide into their DMs to make it happen? You know, a gal asked me, how do you get these people on your podcasts? I literally ask them. It doesn't, you don't have to have some polished this, that, and the other that don't get lost in those details. They will kill you. Go out there and make an ask that you're so unqualified for. Go out and pitch yourself to a position or in an event where you have no business doing it. Because the more confident and comfortable you become at doing those things, the more success you will feel. Stop thinking about it so damn much and go do it. All right, my beautiful friends. Hungry Hungry Broads is open for enrollment All of those good, good details are going to be in the show notes. Please, if you're interested, hop on a 30-minute call with me. We'll chat about the details. Um, You can tell me what's going on. I can let you know if this feels like a good fit, tell you all about the program in more specifics, and we officially kick off the first week of October, but... Like I mentioned, if you want a little extra love, TLC, VIP support, I got that option for you as well. And we can start this month on that portion. So can't wait to hear from you. And I will talk to you all next week. I just wanted to say thank you so much for being here and listening and taking time to let me into your little ear holes. It means the world to me. It would also mean the world to me if you would just take a hot little second and subscribe to the show and leave a review. This helps other people who have been where you're at or are currently where you're at find this podcast. And that is the greatest gift you could give to me. Thanks for hanging in there.